Star Wars 7x7 episode 1224. Canto Bite has been in the news of late, and I want to talk to you about the new things that we are learning and also talk to you about how I'm going to be approaching coverage of The Last Jedi in these final weeks leading up to the movie's debut. Punch it, Chewie. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Proops. You may know me as Fode from The Phantom Menace. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. I love you, Alan. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and there's been one comparatively new announcement about Canto Bite actually happened yesterday, and there's one older one that I hadn't covered on the podcast yet, so I'm going to start in chronological order and talk about the fact that we're going to be learning more about Benicio Del Toro's character DJ pretty soon, although it's not going to happen until after The Last Jedi debuts. And it's coming out in comic book form. Yes, it's a Marvel one-shot comic book. It's DJ number one, written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. They are the guys who are doing the Storms of Crate book that shows how Luke and Leia were actually on Crate together, but not during The Last Jedi. At least that's not what they're talking about for this. For that one, Storms of Crate, it actually takes place in the time between Star Wars, the original, and The Empire Strikes Back. I'm not saying that they're not on crate together in The Last Jedi. I mean, I've got my fingers crossed for that, but that is still a mystery that's yet to be revealed. And though, of course, they're not going to tell you too much about DJ, in this interview on the Star Wars website, they say that they're going to show what DJ was doing right up to the moment before we meet him in the film. Ben Blacker says you'll definitely get some insights into DJ's worldview, which is a more complicated and in many ways darker perspective than we've seen in the Star Wars universe. And later on, He says, he isn't a man of action like so many Star Wars characters. He's crafty and more than a bit mercenary. Lucasfilm did a great job in sort of boiling down DJ's worldview to one sentence, and hopefully that character thesis statement comes across on every page of the one-shot comic book that they're doing. And hopefully, of course, that comes through in the movie as well. And mercenary, of course, meaning that he's only in it for the money, just like a certain smuggler-turned-general we once heard about. Except I don't think DJ is going to be turning into a general anytime soon based on the stuff that we're hearing about him (laughs) through interviews like this. Only official sources stuff. I'm not saying that I'm hearing rumors or leaks or anything like that that are telling me otherwise, so don't worry about that. But it does seem like... They're saying he's more than a bit mercenary than they're saying that he is really in it for the money and he's not in it for the worldview of the resistance. And that, of course, makes him particularly dangerous because it means that he is open to counteroffers at any given moment, potentially. So if the First Order becomes aware of him and says, hey, you know, whatever they're paying you, we'll double it. There's every reason to think based on that description that DJ is going to go. Yeah, all right, I'll take the money and utterly betray the resistance. So, yeah, that kind of, oh, gosh, uh, Kelly Marie Tran even said something about it where she talked about how, uh, and I forget the phrase, um, but the gist was it was like having, you know, a, you know, gosh, I should try and look that up. Hang on just a second here. All right, here it is. Through the magic of being able to stop and start a recording of the podcast. This is from the August cover story on The Last Jedi. 
Kelly Marie Tran talking about Benicio Del Toro's performance, uh, describing it as coiled and disturbing. She says, when I was on set with that character, I felt like there was a tiger in the room and I always had to be watching like an animal at any moment. He could do something and I didn't know what. And maybe it wouldn't even have to be an overt offer by the First Order of them saying, hey, whatever they're paying you, we'll double it. Maybe it's him looking around and seeing opportunities that abound for him and deciding, you know what? With whatever it is that's in front of me, I could make a heck of a lot more money doing this than I could working for the Resistance. So I'm going to just turn the Resistance in and make more money. So that's what we have to look forward to from Benicio Del Toro's character in The Last Jedi. And subsequent to that, probably... I think we'll see a very similar behavior pattern in the Star Wars Marvel Comics one-shot that debuts in January. All right, so the other thing, Canto Bite-wise, news-wise, that came out just yesterday was the release of an exclusive excerpt from Canto Bite, which is a collection of four novellas written by, among others, John Jackson Miller, his novella The Ride is the one from which the excerpt came yesterday and he actually was interviewed about it on the Unbound Worlds blog which is Del Rey Books' blog and there he described his story uh, as having an inveterate gambler who is on the scientific side of things this is me quoting his response to a question on Unbound Worlds uh, let's see. It says uh, he's very methodical in his approach in the systems. He finds everything he understands about the universe upended by these characters we refer to as the lucky three. They have a kind of luck or ability that seems to defy anything he knows. This brings up a common trope in Star Wars, the division between a hokey old religion and the blaster at your side. Should you trust the computer or trust the force? Which is the right thing to do when you're actually in a casino? I'm a person who has certainly played a lot of cards and other things in my day. Again, that's John Jackson Miller talking, not me. Uh, and it is the case that the, the casino, for whatever reason, seems to be the one place where, regardless of your statistical bet, people tend to trust the force perhaps more than they should. Unquote. And we get to meet the lucky three ever so briefly in the excerpt. And they would be Dodie, Wodi, and Thody. It kind of puts you in mind of the Hobbit and all the dwarves that had rhyming names like Feely and Keely and so on and so forth. And you can't really tell where the story is going to go based on the excerpt that's shared here. But it certainly does seem like an interesting setup. And you can get an idea of what Miller is saying in you know, his interview about the idea of the hokey religion of the blaster at your side he's definitely doing the calculations this inveterate gambler is and seeing Doty and Wody and Thody come and beat the system and particularly Doty doing this is just blowing his mind so we'll have to see where that ends up and we will get to see on December 5th because that's when that book is coming out before The Last Jedi isn't that nice and convenient and speaking as we have been at The Last Jedi, I'm going to talk to you about how I'm approaching these final weeks leading up to The Last Jedi in terms of The Last Jedi news and whatnot I'm going to be sharing here on the podcast. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com slash TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. 7com slash TFA. 
Welcome back. All right, so here's the deal. At some point, and I've pretty much hit my point, I can't say that there's anything in particular that triggers this particular situation for me or or what it is. I just hit a point where all this time I've been looking at most news sources that come my way and I've talked about the news sources that I you know check and that I trust on an earlier podcast this year. But at some point, the amount of information that I want to receive about The Last Jedi reduces significantly, very much like yourself or other Star Wars fans that you know. There's a certain point at which you're like, okay, I don't want any more. I just want to go see the darn movie. Stop talking to me about the movie. I just want to see the movie, right? And so I can't not because this is the purpose of the podcast, right? Star Wars news, among other things. I can't not report on Star Wars news as it comes out or The Last Jedi news as it comes out. For example, new commercials that might be debuting with new footage and new dialogue or something like the fact that I'm suspecting we're going to get one more Entertainment Weekly cover story on The Last Jedi and so addressing whatever is new and interesting that's revealed in that upcoming article or even what Lucasfilm's own Star Wars show might be covering about The Last Jedi. Like All of those, to me, are fair game sources. But as far as everything else goes... I'm getting to be like you. I'm at the point where I'm just wanting to start shutting it down. And I'm not doing spoilers or looking at leaks or rumors or anything like that. That's not making it to the podcast between now and the release of the movie. And any new news that's coming from official sources will be flagged very clearly so that way... If you want to avoid it and you want to just save it until a later date, particularly December 16th after you've seen the movie three times already, then that's perfectly fine by me and I will help you do that, at least as far as my podcast goes. Can't help you with other podcasts, but I can help you with mine. And with that, I am going to call it a podcasting day. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you stow away on a Trade Federation landing craft, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a short negotiation, it's Destiny Unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.